y'all. Hey, bitch. Welcome back, bitch. Welcome back to Hey, Bitch, the show where we talk about anything and everything. I love y'all. And nothing at all at the same time. Talk about people, nothing. People, nothings, whores, skanks, jizz. Speaking of. Speaking of jizz. This is Danny. Please, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? That's my, my name is Danny, and this is my co-host. Memo, Memo, the one and only. The one and only bitch, because nobody would have wanted this role besides you. No <laughs> <The> shit. <laughs> and we have our very special guest. A very good friend of the show. A very good friend of the show. A friend of ours. We love her to death. We love her. What? What's your name? <gasps> My name's Howie. I love being on here with you guys. <laughs> you were looking at me like, what are you going to say next, bitch? I, yeah. I was all like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm about should to I? be attacked. Should I read? <laughs> the sass starts turning like, what do I say back to this bitch? I'm going to no. push out of her chair. Because when, when you come to the show, you got to be ready. You got to be, be ready. You got to be on it. Yeah. You can't just be taking it like you usually do. You're like what he's sideways. I'm a good Christian your... woman these days. <laughs> Practicing my morals. What? This way. What time did I get off work? <laughs> How long was the drive? <laughs> he goes, well, it Two ended at work because I had to behave at work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, HR just talked to us this morning, and I'm a good person now. She's like, it took your, me 45 they, minutes to get here during the 10-minute drive. They bring out her file, like drop it on the on the desk, goes, Dosh. Yeah. <laughs> Serious being no Siri, that fucking You guys horror. told me this place wasn't haunted. I told you it is haunted. It is haunted. No, Specifically said this all. place is haunted. We Stop. <laughs> You should see the basement. We're going to take it down. Where our studio is going to be. Mm-hmm. There's a basement in here? Oh, yeah. There's two it's, of them. That's not real thing, Not right? the like, kind of basement you like. like. Arizona homes don't have basements. This one does. These The older homes do. Yes. All these older homes. These the non-permitted ones do. Oh. And some in the west side, but those were dug, those were dug after the fact. Uh, for real? When yeah. they move the, gra- the grave sites here? You're like, you have a few drop houses <laughs> that they have found with Have you seen Poltergeist? Yeah. It was filmed here. <laughs> <laughs> Over on Hatcher and like what Seventh Street? Mm-hmm. What you were born there? That's where I live. That's where it was. Born. Oh, sorry. I don't know how many of you listeners gay, but they've probably been to my house. Yeah, Hatcher and Sixteenth Street. Yeah, right. Yeah, Seventh yeah. Street is where the original story comes from. Really? On Seventh Street? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, that is a crack house. But I love that's a Mercadio. When in this thing, he was looking up Zillow right now. Uh Literally, it's like a fries right there. He was literally social security (laughs) office, I think, or the post office or something. He was literally texting Joseph. We're We're, we're leaving. (laughs) No, are you kidding me? I would love it. Are are you sensitive at all? Um. Well, like stuff has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I just posted this really long story on this um, Facebook page on this podcast that I listened to. Uh, second place to this podcast, obviously. Of course, obviously. of course. And yeah, so like weird stuff has happened, but it doesn't in your house scare or before me. your life. No, like in places that we've lived. Oh, and shit. I sincerely think Joseph is haunted. So are they attached to him? Yes, I think that something is attached to him, and I do want to find like a medium or someone to like figure him out because mm-hmm. shit happens when he's around so if it's attached to him will you leave him no i would make fr- the ghost has been nothing but friendly to me <laughs> he's like hey girl are you hey, kidding girl. me so the weirdest thing that happened okay. quick story tell us we were at our first house in north phoenix okay and it was a very open concept home so the master bedroom was pretty big and it moved when you walk out of it you just kind of move in front of you is the garage door to the left is living room dining room kitchen all open so I dumped a shit ton of laundry on the floor in the bedroom. I was going to sort it, 
do laundry like a good Christian woman that I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I dumped it. I walk out of the bedroom door. Three steps, maybe one or two seconds after I walk out, Joseph passes me and walks in. And he said, why did you do that to the laundry? I said, oh, it's no big deal. I dumped it. It's on the floor, but they're dirty. I'm going to sort them out. Don't worry about it. I'm going to start the laundry. Why did you do it like that? They're like, what, Joseph? When you throw clothes on the ground, sassy bitch. Mm -hmm. When you throw clothes on the ground, it forms a mound. (laughs) So I walk in because I'm ready to, like, shake my head all crazy. Yes. Throw my wig back. (laughs) Yes. And my laundry is in a perfect circle. No way. I Perfect circle, as if as if I took a laundry hamper, put it down, lined the clothing around it, a perfect O, and took the basket away. A perfect O in the middle of my no. bedroom floor. Yes, yes. And because he gets so freaked out because all these things are happening to him. Like, he had told me in that same house, like, hey, did you leave the closet light on? It's on. And I would just lie to him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure I did. Or yeah, I'm sure I left that drawer. I'm sure I left that drawer open. I probably forgot to turn the TV off. I always used to do that. And so that was the one thing that I was like, I can't explain that one off. So I just kicked it into a mound and I was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. She's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Just gaslighting the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen nothing. If anything, this is an oblong. It's not circle. Yeah, right? (laughs) I was trying to draw the, what is it? The pentagram, you know? We're fine. I'm into things now. No, nothing real. She's a witch. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. It's fine. fine. (laughs) Just turn the laundry. Oh, shit. So I wouldn't. I'd be moving. I'd be burning the house down. Would you move? If it was hostile and it like, Acting up on purpose to scare us, then yes. I think that's my thing is nothing hostile has ever happened. You're going to mess with my laundry. That's fine. Don't turn do me it to it do my laundry. Do my laundry. Sort it, you know? Like, right. Sort it, bitch. Like, fucking start lazy the ghost. washing machine. Are you fucking kidding me? You live in my house for free? No, yeah. honey. Get Technically, he's not living in the house. Oh, uh, you're so funny. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Wah. Would you leave the house? So, in this fucking market? No. In this market? <laughs> so, I to. actually... Um, growing up in one of one of the houses that we lived in, when we when we moved there, it was a drop house when we, when we got it, right? And so um, After we had you a, got it too, huh? After you got it too, bitch. <laughs> That's um, how you start a business. No, so we we literally my mom my mom my mom bought this house for like forty grand back then, and it was mm-hmm. a three bedroom two bath home with a pool, but it was on sale because it was literally a drop house. So when we moved oh. in, we found like beer bottles everywhere. They didn't clean it for you? No, bitch. Like Shit. this was, it was trash. That is, that's. Oh, it was like a so, $4,000. You get what you get. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we shack. literally, when we moved in, we had to replace carpeting. We had to replace drywall in some areas. We had to replace showers, toilets, all of that. We had to gut this house because we found needles in places. Oh, hell no. And so apparently when the water got shut off for a while and they were using the pool as a toilet. No. I you're swear kidding. to God. Fucking the toilets way. were over. Crackhead fucking Yeah, literally. Pool? Literally. The, did the pool have water in it? And there, there was a little bit of water. It wasn't like a full pool, but it was like a little bit. Like maybe like, like a foot Girl, of water. Pool of fucking and so we literally had shit. to drain the pool. We had to literally like. Replaster the whole fucking thing. We had to redo yeah. drywall, carpeting, flooring, and the whole. Wall. Oh, we had like it was a major. Remodel. Like we bought the house and we didn't move in for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like and so anyways, one that when we when we were cleaning all this mess up, we found the flyer for a funeral. I don't know how they give you out like mm-hmm. the in memoriam things yep. for three kids. And so my aunt did her research, and it turns out those three kids were killed in that house. <gasps> And so we'll, there was one time that my brother, when we were living there, my brother says that he woke up in the middle of the night and that 
but when he woke up, we in the backyard, we were like, my, my family's very Catholic. And so we had built like a little shrine to the Virgin Mary back there. And so he said that he woke up in the middle of the night and he was leaned up against it. And when he turned, when he woke up, he, he was looked outside. Up, huh? He was outside. I was, he, he was outside. Oh, he fell asleep outside? No, he says like he woke up well. outside. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yes, man. And so when he says he, when he was out there, he would say that um, when he woke up that night, he would, the pool light was on and there was the kids playing in the pool. There was two kids playing in the pool, and one of the oldest girl was across the pool, like in one of those pool chairs, those like those long oh, chairs. Uh, yeah. And so he says that when he when when they finally saw him, when she looked up to see that he was seeing them, she disappeared. The lights turned off in the pool, and the pool, like the kids in the pool, disappeared. That was one what? night. Yeah, that's my brother. That will would tell be you that my story. last night there. <laughs> yeah, and no, and then there was another night where we had just gotten a brand new dining table. And so all we had there were the chairs. The table wasn't there, but the chairs were, right? And so I remember one night, one morning waking up to my brother screaming, like, what the fuck? And literally he said, like, there was six chairs. No, there was five chairs lined up coming out of his room. Like, one right at the door and then, like, one right behind the other one coming out of his room. And, like, he was freaking out because in his dream, that family, those three kids that were killed in that mm-hmm. house and the parents had shown up in his dream to visit. And it was five of them. And there was five chairs lined up coming out of his room. There, there was always crazy <laughs> shit. Like when I, I remember we were living there when my grandpa died. Yeah. And so I knew, or, well, no, it was my uncle first. My, I remember being in my room and I just felt like a long arm, like a very cold arm, just like putting weight on my stomach. And I remember just feeling this cold, hairy arm. And then literally like I'm feeling it and I'm freaking off because I can't push it off. As that's happening, the light turns on. And my dad goes, we have to go. Your uncle just passed away. So like literally like it's like he came yeah. to me in yeah. that house. My grandma mm-hmm. had we all had sightings of my grandma. <laughs> What'd you say, bitch? To kill you. <laughs> <laughs> all slow and shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking can't but yeah, I've, I've I've we've dealt with all that kind of stuff. And so like it's known in my family that we have like you've you've heard Jeanette's stories. Yeah. You haven't Jeanette, you, you really heard Jeanette's stories. Story. I feel, yeah, Jeanette has said some Yeah, like, so like and like when like when they saw like the, the bodies across the street from our shop. Mm-hmm. Remember that night where we did that party for my mom? Mm-hmm. We were outside smoking and my my niece Genesis, we were just in there and there was a field across the street from the shop. And um we were just there chilling and Jeanette goes, There's three people standing over there in the middle of the field. And they're like and then mind you it was like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And then she's like, no, there isn't. She's like, look, there's three figures over there. She's like, they're not real humans. They're not alive. There's three spirits. I'm like, okay, girl. And like, I know that I know I knew of her gift and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So like, I know what's up. Literally, like within like two, three months later, they started construction on that major development that they're doing there right now. And while they were start, while they were beginning like the, 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 the laying out of the mm-hmm. land, like, you know, marking and all that shit, they found three bodies in there. Shut yeah. up. They found three bodies in there. I'm glad you knew her gift though, because if I was at a party and someone said, "There's three body, there's three people figures in the field," mm-hmm. so are they white? Are they? Do I need to run? <laughs> Just kidding. I love white people. Um, you is white, but me. that's crazy. that's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, in my family, it's known. My sister's known. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we let me know if you feel something from Joseph because that motherfucker is on to the end. Girl, we, we should have saved this. I'm out. Where do we the start? The sun goes down. Oh. <laughs> we'll revisit. <laughs> no, just just for everybody listening out there in the our, stu- our recording space right now, we're in a spot where we are uh, in uh, eastern facing that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so as we record, the sun goes down over a tree, and during the last like 30 minutes or so of our recording, it is 
pitch it's dark, dark in, in, in this room. The only, the only light in this room comes from the mixer, little green light from the mixer, and that's it. And you are moving to the basement. Yeah. We're moving to the basement. Oh, yeah. excited. Because we love that feeling of, uh, am I going to die? <laughs> I just, I. <laughs> so you'll come back, right? So we would love to. You have to bring your kids in there and see. So the first thing we did whenever we moved to our house was we invited our a good friend and her um, three-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Because oh, because they're sensitive. Because kids are sensitive, yeah, right? And so, um, and she knew because mm-hmm. she knew the story of the house, and we were watching him and stuff. But she was when she walked in, she was apprehensive at first because we had the Catholic priest that passed away in our um, house that we have now. And you don't bring Wait, children what? around Catholic. Priests. So that <laughs> I didn't know about that. We're just gonna glass over there. I mean, so in the current house. <laughs> in the current house, uh-huh. yeah. So the previous owners is Catholic. No, priest. the reason we got it, we got it kind of whenever things were. Like everything was falling off the market uh-huh. in less than a day because everyone from California, New York, were purchasing. Yeah, I this the bank took it over because this guy passed away, and the minute they like pre-posted it, my realtor saw it and was like, "We have to go check it now," and we were able to get in at a really, really good price mm-hmm. because of that. Because it wasn't the family selling; it was the bank, and they didn't want to prolong it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a Catholic priest, so he lived there by himself. He passed away. We still have one piece of furniture from him and a silver offering plate. Girl, that's who's in your house now. Why? No. So so I brought my friend, and she was waiting for her son to react. That if he's uncomfortable, then um, don't mind if we leave. You know what I mean? Like, she was, we talked about it. She's like, if, uh, but he was very, he was playing around. He was running around. He wanted to go in the rooms. I felt like everything was cool, and we have a crawl space under our house. Like you could literally walk under our house because our house is on concrete pillars. You so is it's not it a really? basement, but from the backyard, you can. There's a crawl space that you can no. dive into, and and all of our Never. pets are down there. Yeah. What I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. What made I, you decide to keep that furniture in the offering plate? Really cute. It's my liquor cabinet now. <laughs> <laughs> all of my alcohol is there, That's and then there's a pagan statue and a Buddha. On it, so I feel like I don't know. It's between the dining table and the kitchen. It's that wooden one that's kind of waist high. Yeah, oh, it's okay. Got plants on it and stuff. It yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like it's just an old like this old wood, and it looks that really reminds cute. Reminds me of that episode with uh, Homer uh-huh. Simpson was like, "Help me, Vishnu." <laughs> <laughs> uh, My little pagan god is naked, so I feel like it. Nice. Fitting. That's so sweet. I yeah. Anywho's, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this fucking forever. I know. I know. What's, go- what's been going on, bitch? So, um, actually, how, from when we started doing this again, when we were going to get back into recording, like I had talked to Howie already, and how we wanted to do just random, like we talked about just doing random topics, mm-hmm. not necessarily plan out a theme. And today he brought up to me, like, we should talk about love languages. And I'm all for that. So, there's, you know, depending on which book you read, there's obviously the five love languages, and there's one that goes into more detail that there's seven. Mm-hmm. But we can focus oh. first on the first five. Okay. And then we can go from there. Yeah, because right. have you all taken the t- the okay. quiz? Do you know uh-huh. your? I, I know test. my love languages. I just knew from just knowing, knowing myself yourself. what what mine are. What are yours? I like quality time. Uh huh. You like receiving you gifts. I love receiving gifts. But I also like giving gifts too. So does that go? Does that the same thing? Maybe you have. So ones. you can ha- you can have it. What's that? Aren't they two different ones? Giving Is, and receiving two different. So yeah, it's like you can have different ones, but you can also share the same one. For both. Okay. So there's a possibility for that. So what right? are you guys? Howard. Mine is also quality time is my number one. Mm-hmm. And then it's physical touch 
mm. and words of affirmation. I'm all five, girl. Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> that is one needy bitch. <laughs> What's that, like, that meme that popped up? It's like, Touch me while you tell me I'm beautiful after you buy me a, a necklace. A necklace. And I, what's the other words? Like, after you buy me a like, necklace after hanging out for an like, hour. <laughs> that's my love language. I want all of it. No, I don't necessarily need anything. And what's funny is even after taking it, and I, sh I shared the results with Joseph, and he was like, wow, because my gift receiving is low. Yeah. Thanks. Actually, after in the beginning when we were in a relationship, yes. When you get married and thought you, he was gonna say in the beginning when we were in love. <laughs> oh, we're still in love, Danny. God. When are you though? Why is your eye twitching? How dare you? How dare you? Uh, routine. Girl. It was very much that way. Where with gifts yeah. were something very special. Uh, later on, getting married and then traveling and like um, kids. Yeah, yeah. It starts shifting into like, what do we need instead of what do we want? Yeah. Which is, I think, a point where you have to keep start redoing the gifts again and start doing more quality time together. So I think it just depends on what, what stage you are in relationship. Yeah, because, yeah I'd be curious if it changes. Because now it's like we don't give each other gifts for Christmas because we're like, there's a trip coming up. We're paying for that trip. So the, the mm -hmm. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> so it's like we, we prioritize what we need. If right, we're doing a yeah. trip to to Europe, that's the gift for us. Our, it's our gift to each yeah, other. Yeah. So oh God, little gifts is not that big of a deal that at that amazing. point. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Mind you, you know I'm just kidding with the whole are you? I don't know. Bitch, that seemed really sincere and very hurt. Oh, my God. I can only do an hour he and a half of the show. words of affirmation <laughs> from you. some words of affirmation. I need words of affirmation from all friends and family. You are. You're like, give me a second. No, have you seen that that TikTok? <laughs> Why are you? Have you seen the TikTok where she's like, where she's like, mm, I'm finding it, and she's like, it takes you that long? She's like, it it, it does, it does, <laughs> it does, it does. Very that. That's bitch. very that. Right? Very that. Um, what's no, your you could, you could mind? Tell you guys work together, huh? I was just saying you could tell you and Javon work together oh, really oh. well. I mean, it's obvious. Oh, Thanks. obviously. Yeah. There's your word of and that's why I use it. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gold. Mm -hmm. No, for me, it's touch. I yes. love touch mm -hmm. and words of affirmation. And, and you like gifts. I yeah. You do like gifts. You I like a good frappuccino, bitch. But, but, see, but it's that kind of stuff. Like no, but the, the thing with you, remember, is like if you give gifts, it's not that you expect gifts back like in that like transactional, but if it's very one-sided, it, it hurts you. Yeah. But like, mm. like, but see, but it's like that with me for everything. So like mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person where I, I give what I would like to receive. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I literally give love the way I would love to. Receive. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Treat others like you want to be treated. Right. Yeah. I kind of thought yours, honestly, would just from saying the many guys that you've brought around me. Ooh. Whoa, uh, Danny. That Whoa. Said many. <laughs> bitch, you met two. She said many, bitch. Only two. Only two. Do you count grinder dates? You, are you counting grinder dates? Said three. Twitter dates. Grinder dates. Oh. <laughs> no, just two. Okay. Okay. Well, then it's, yeah, Ray and. And and Darren, Darren, did you meet Ray? Which one? I lose track. Damn. Oh wait, <laughs> might as well say it now. I mean, he's my boo. Yeah, like yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Oh, uh, is the podcast official? No, no, it's not. But not like, even yeah. Facebook. But you know what I mean? And it was Ray. So I think just from seeing you with yeah, two. Guys, um, I thought it would be oh – God, I literally had it until I went on that tangent. Um, 
acts of service because you have talked very highly when someone does something for you uh-huh uh you can kind of tell that you glow a little bit and you you know you you receive that really well versus like a physical gift what, what are you laughing that? at bitch no, say it. No, no. <laughs> say it. <laughs> say it. Say no. It. Say it. No, say I'm it. not going to say it. Is it that he glows after being touched? No. <laughs> it's just after glow? It's just bullying. I don't want to do it. <laughs> what but has it solved? Say it, say it in the high road. Way. I'm taking the high road. It's not when? acceptable in this podcast. You know what? I've turned into a leaf. Big. <laughs> Since when? Kindness. Kindness. You is kind. You is kind. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> so acts of service um, is big for me. Like on how I re- like on how I receive it. Like I'm very like it's to me. It's not necessarily about the act. It's about the act. Not like, how do I explain it? I love like when they people give their time to you. That like it's it's the fact that I was thought of. It's the thought. Yeah, it's the thought. Yeah, like, very I'm, cliche, but that's who you are, bitch. I'm very I'm very into the details. So mm-hmm. like, remember Friendsgiving? Yeah. Remember when he showed up with that big old bouquet of poinsettias? Yeah. So those that actually that specific event is what I'm talking about. It, it, you were you were very like oh he did all this. He showed up. He brought this. Mm-hmm. He. It's oh, very thoughtful. I was and it doesn't online. have to be physical things, remember? No. It could be like, yeah. I'm taking you on a date, but it could be a free date where you go to the, to the park and you guys spend time together and he does something sweet to you or brings you a cupcake that you said you were craving. That's the right. kind of yes. thing that memo it's, yes. it's, Yeah. So in, in that scenario, do you consider it, because I know it could be both, do you consider it an act of service or a gift? No, that's a good one. But I think it's like an act of, I don't know, because it's not really an act of service. Because oh, yeah. if he would have shown up, mm. like you wanted him to show he just shows up. No gift, but he sh- he took the time to show up and he be showed there up to with the recital. you. I would have been happy had he shown up, but for me, it's going that extra step. And like he knows I love poinsettias. And the fact that he showed up with this like ginormous mm, bouquet yeah. of poinsettias, like, bitch. Like, and like what, what, what kind of threw me off is like when I was, I was chilling outside when he arrived. And like all of a sudden, like he arrived and I hear everybody in the inside going, Ooh, like you know, like doing the yeah, the sounds and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? What if he brought you a big, you know, how big chocolate hearts, but yeah. they're filled with tacos? I would have been like, marry me, oh, marry me, baby. marry Ooh. me, bitch. That's like, like we're going to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they were Taco Bell hard tacos? Oh no, that's is that that's, a game changer? Right? You, that's, like, I mean, that's, that's a red flag. That's a yeah. red flag, that's and a, we had to fight. Yeah, that's the red flag <laughs> in that checkered flag meeting. It's over. <laughs> It's done. done, honey. Don't you bring Mexicans. Jack in the box fucking, tacos. Oh, well, maybe. Well, are we drunk? <laughs> How much have we drank at this point? Because the mini ones are the loaded ones. Yes. We're off to a start, bitch. Even the <laughs> even the regular ones, if you're drunk enough, those, yeah. those hit. Those just hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Enough, Jack in the box tacos are very good. It just hit. But you can't say the same with Taco Bell tacos. Like, even if you're wasted. No, you can't. They, they, they don't they hit know. the same. No. It's the grease factor, yep. I think. It, it cuts is. The, it's the grease it's factor. The, it's... It's the I don't know. It's also like the fact that Taco Bell tacos, even like when they're like, they just fall apart easily. Yeah. yeah. And like when you're drunk, you don't want to have to be fucking chasing yeah, your food. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. Have you ever had a Jumbaco though? The fuck is that? Oh, what? A Jumbaco? You just make that up? No. So I one of my drunken nights. You put a taco in a Jumbo Jack? Yes, bitch. Oh I was trying to put God. it. I was like, what is just a Jumbaco? Is you Jumanji. put a you put a taco in a jumbo jack, and then you eat it that way. That's it's when you just drunk. Give, that's when you just giving up, girl. <laughs> oh. That's nope. like that's the crossfade shit. Like that's when like you're high on like e and like fucking weed. I would and, have like, to snort Metamucil. <laughs> oh. 
so you know, much fiber since, after since that. We're, since we're down that rabbit hole, the, what was a game changer, in my opinion, was when they brought out the like the late night munchy meals. Oh yeah. At, oh, at Jack's oh, when they had the mm-hmm. freaking burger with a grilled cheese on top of that burger. What? Yeah, like the top bun of the is burger a is a grilled cheese. Oh shit. Have you been to Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers recently? Not recently. They have a burger where the buns are two grilled cheese sandwiches. Damn cholesterol. Joseph bitch. gets it every time. Does he? Yeah, the of what? course he does. The at Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers, the they have a burger and instead of buns, it's two grilled cheese sandwiches. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Can we get back to the topic? <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> where's, do, what, My love, love language, language is food. food is. My <laughs> love language <laughs> is food. That's all of our fucking love languages. <laughs> uh, what, what happens when like what? two people have incompatible love languages? I think that's a, a, a major <laughs> is issue. It a deal My ex and I. Is it a deal, <laughs> is it a deal breaker? I, I think at some point, it, I think that it depends. Because there's some people who are willing to accommodate. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who aren't. We know who that is. My ex? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, Not he, anybody here, I don't think. No, I think that we're all the, we're all pretty reasonable we're here reasonable when it comes people. to stuff like that, right? Yeah. yeah. But no, like if we I was all about he was about receiving gifts and I have no problem giving gifts. Like that's my thing. Like that's fine. But when he wanted me to accommodate to his love languages, but mm. didn't want to do the same for me. Mm-hmm. Thank God. So what's the point of having love languages if you are gonna force another person to change theirs and like well, if I I'm just that, not a person that loves to give gifts, mm-hmm. either because of your cheapness or whatever it is, and that's your love language, and you're asking me to do it, is it fair for me to, is it <laughs> is it fair for me to like, say we can't be in a relationship because you're not adjusting to my love languages? I think it's fair. I think it's fair because like I think at the end of the day you're setting yourself up for a lot of pain down the road because you think like again. You have those people who are going to sit there and say, I, who think that they're the exception, right? He'll change for me. I'll get him to change. And when you, when you sit there and say, oh, he'll adjust. Like he'll, I, I know it's just a matter of time for him to learn me, blah, blah, blah. Every excuse in the fucking book you can possibly make. You get to a point where it's like, no, he's not changing. It reminds me of a, an old saying from a very wise person. I think it was Medea who said, <laughs> if someone shows you who they are, believe, believe them. them. And because it's so true. <laughs> yeah. I learned that one the hard yeah. way. Yeah. Because yeah. if like. speak way louder they than do. words. And if they're just showing you without even like you saying anything, that's their natural self. Mm-hmm. So if they continue doing that. Yeah. Especially, I mean, even if you say something and they still continue to be the, the same way, that's them. That's going to be them. Absolutely. But you know what the crazy thing is? Like there's some people who swear they're one way, right? Get them drunk and they're an entirely different person. My ex, for example. Yeah. Y'all, you know what it was. Mm-hmm. And when he was drunk, though, was the sweetest, most loving and affectionate really? person ever. It's like the most Mexican story I've ever Cause heard. Because that's, that's what, really? what they really, truly want to be, but are too afraid to be, or they can't be. Is it like an ego be. thing? Where I, well, possibly. I, I think, like, so, like, my, my uh, this person has, like, a there's a lot of story to that. Like, like you know, um, he served time, right? And he came out, and so, like, he got used to life in the system, right? So, like, he got used to, like, being on this on this routine. He got used to, I have to show no feelings, no... Does that make sense? So, mm-hmm. I get where it's from, and, I like, I, I totally get it, and I understand it. But on the same token, it's like, like, the conversations we had is, like, you're not there no more. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you, can, oh. you can allow yourself readjust. to, to mm-hmm. readjust. 
you can allow yourself to open up to me. I'm here just to love you and love on you. Yeah. I'm not here to attack you, to be against you. On the contrary, I'm here to support you, help you build and help you become the person you are meant to be. Mm-hmm. But obviously it wasn't enough and it wasn't just me. It wasn't me who we wanted. And that's perfectly yeah. fine. I yeah. thank him for that. But like when he was drunk, like he was loving and affectionate mm-hmm. and just like. Was it different when he was drunk with just you versus drunk with other people around? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like the intimacy that we like, like I remember, like we'd like we'd be out partying, and he'd be like a fun person, like when mm-hmm. he was drunk, but he would know his limits. Like okay. he'd be like, "All right, ma'am, I'm ready to go." I'm like, "All right, cool. Like, give me one. Let me finish my drink, and we're out, right?" And then it was that was very that we'd get home, and you know, we we would get ready, we'd shower, we'd get ready for bed, and not that we're expecting to do anything, but then he'd just ball up next to me or just become super playful and affectionate, and I'm just like, "Why can't I have this person twenty four seven? This is." So like that, I I wonder like how do you how what's the truth there? Like you know what they say you believe a child or a drunk, right? Mm-hmm. But like it's like what in that case like what are your love languages and and are you because you've shown me who you can be? Why can't you be that person? And it took me a long time to understand that that you're never going to be the person that I want you to be outside of that situation mm-hmm. of yeah. not being under the influence. So you have to be able to call it. A because it's just you're just setting yourself up yeah pain. yeah that is true that's a good point you know and then mean? there's just so many love like well not so many love languages but if you think about let's say you love receiving or you love you like giving gifts yeah mm-hmm. the person that you're with does not that's the lowest thing on there they need just the time and affection but you show your love by buying them something at some point they're probably going to feel like they're going to hold these gifts over my head Mm. as a controlling factor right yeah. so can you work past that like is that and should we like or should you, and should you force yourself to work past yeah. that or is that like a oh i catch this early on maybe we're just not compatible i think at that point it is just meaning of having a conversation and understanding that me like okay you're 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 uh, giving gifts is very down low on your on your mm-hmm. uh, your side of things but it's not for you. Like, it's not important for you to, to be you know, giving or receiving gift, but it's important to me. And if they can move past that, it's not for them, it's for you. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. that that is when so-called compatibility comes in because you're doing something not for yourself but for them. Mm-hmm. And same thing. Like, if their love language is giving gifts, but you're like, I don't care about stuff. I just want your time. And they're not willing to do that. At that point, it's almost like, selfish might be the wrong word but it's the closest i can think of it's yeah. selfish mm-hmm. of you to just want to buy your way through this relationship because you can when all i really want is you know walk at the park or something meet me halfway yeah. and, are, okay. and are you the same language all your life no I you can have so. you can evolve and no. adapt no, right? i would tell you in my 20s i really did like receiving gifts. yeah because you right <laughs> I was, what? Poor. was poor. I was twink. a poor little twin. <laughs> <laughs> I've shown you guys the photos, right? Yeah. When I looked yeah. like a Japanese He's just girl. Like, I just want to eat. <laughs> I just want to eat everything. But I couldn't. I couldn't eat anything. And I was, he was in the bottom that night. <laughs> I'm done. And I hadn't discovered fiber at that point yet. Oh. So I just had there's to just like no. There's no book on bottoming, is there? Well, nowadays you can Google it. But anything. in the 90s, you didn't. In the what? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was still a when? teenager. I wasn't doing it. In the yeah. 2000s. <laughs> I wasn't doing it. Um, okay. So. So then. So let me ask you this. So like, are you, are, are you, do you feel like you'd be the type of person who 
could be amiable to that, to the change, to being able like, to meet them halfway. The change, yeah. Could you? But like, what? Know, because what if so like, so what if yours is like if yours is giving gifts, right? The other person is receiving gifts, right? But and yours is not receiving gifts. Wouldn't you at one point get tired of like always giving gifts? And then yeah. you feel the unevenness. Yeah. Wouldn't that cause a fr- friction as well? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, but you'd feel the same way because if, if you're really in it together, yeah. this guy's been giving me at a certain point, every week at a certain point. Yeah. So then, uh, but what if you, what people change all the time? People aren't going to be these seven things forever. I don't think people change. I don't think they do change. Yeah, they I do. Think they I think do. They, yeah, they, do. they change and they grow. But if they're growing, they're changing. Wait, that's exactly. your life. <laughs> I'm glad you caught on to what I was of doing. Of course. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I hate to, to just put ourselves in this little box yeah. where like we have to be these seven things and they don't you you have to give gifts or not. Or right. these are all the things that you have to be successful in a relationship because it's more complex than just putting yourself in these boxes. But I think I think that there's there's levels and like, you know, like we talked about, like there's one more than the other. Right. Like touch is for me is, and, and words of affirmation are more important than. Then I don't want quality time. I want all your time. I don't want. So you're needy. No, I'm not needy. I, like to me, it's like what because like for me, it's because I I care so much about you. I just I want to I want to spend as much time as I possibly can with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's for me. That's the way it looks, right? And and so, but when I show time, like when I show love, I show it differently. As I show it with gifts, I show mm-hmm. it with quality time. Mm-hmm. I show it with. With touch, not necessarily words of affirmation, because like it's hard for me to. It's easy for me to vocalize to friends how I feel, but it's hard for me to vocalize. Even sometimes with friends, it's hard hard for me to vocalize what I feel. Mm. But mm. in a relationship, it's yeah. Mm. She's really bad at it, bitch. I'm very bad at vocalizing my really? feelings. Really? Yeah. She will sit through it. She will sit in her shit. You shut down. I shut down completely. Do you write? Do you get it out somehow? Do yeah. you write it? Or mm-hmm. you, okay. She goes you into like, a room and just yells into a fucking pillow. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly she's like bitch <laughs> that fucking bitch no it, it's like, it's hard for me yeah it's hard for me to vocalize what I feel perfect yeah. example was Europe trip bitch <laughs> Europe trip was a very good ex- so there was eight of us that went on this trip and okay. there was two there was just not enough beds in certain cities and this oh, okay. bitch being the accommodating bitch that she is she let a lot of people have take things have the beds he would take the sofa i'll take the sofa I'll do right. the first and three cities he did the sofa i did the sofa then we get to barcelona and he's he's back hurts he's yeah. tired he wants to sleep on like a comfortable a, a, place yeah. yeah and there was one room that had a full, a size, full bed. size bed and then a room with like three a queen, beds? it was it was like a queen, queen size a, bed two and, and, two two and then a, and then a twin size twins yeah oh, okay and, and we were like in the middle of the hallway just trying to debate who's gonna be okay. where and someone tried to take the room and Memo was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just take the, the small bed. And then Jovan and I were like, Memo, say something. Memo, say something. And Jovan was like a little harsh on you but yeah. because he was trying to make you stand up for yourself. Right. And you thought he was coming for you. Yeah, oh. and I was like, why are you yelling? And, okay. and I was yes. very hurt. Because like Jovan and I, like, that's my girl, right? Yeah. Like, we, we've had heart to hearts. Like, like we can mesh on a lot of things. And, and, and But like when he would like to, like to feel him yelling at me, he was not yelling at me to yell at me. He yeah. was yelling at me like, "Yo, say something, say bitch!" Something, like, bitch. and at that point, and you were probably already a little emotional. He was already, I was a, already very was emotional. Tired, your yes. body's hurting, so you took and, it. Yes, okay. and then so, it was so he's bad. like, he's like, "Do you want the bed? Do you want the bed?" And you were, you kept him like, "It's fine, it's fine." And he was like, "Say something. Do you want the bed?" 
Like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah. And he's like, there you go. He wants the bed. He's been sleeping on couches. He's going to have the bed. Yeah. So it all settled yeah. down. Okay. But it's very hard for him to express himself sometimes. Yeah. Because he he wants to be liked just like everybody else. Yeah. But he I hate, lets I'm not a big confrontation yeah. person. I'm not a confrontational Unless person. Unless you call me fat at a club. <laughs> Bitch, oh. that's how you know I'm a ride or die, bitch. I was, I was ready to kill Snatch for this wig. bitch. What? We yeah. okay? The, the one thing. So we've hung. We we're thick, yeah. right? We we've been hanging off. We've been kicking it real. He's thick like, for a while. who's we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm all eyeballing him. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. <laughs> Where's the story going? I feel like we we uh, yeah, yeah. pretty big. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. What's the qualification? So one thing not. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> One of the things is don't let me get completely fucked up and trashed off of tequila because oh, yeah. I want to fight. She gets mad. I oh, will. Yeah, and so, yes. yeah. So we were we were at Caram- we were at Caramba's one night, and so we had we had started pregaming at some guy's house, um, and we were all drunk. We were all pretty fucking yeah. drunk off tequila, and so because we were doing we were playing spin the bottle with mm-hmm. tequila shots all around. Oh, okay. Fuck okay. that. Yeah. Damn. And so the twenties, the nineties <laughs> were an amazing day. No. Seriously. Anyways, so we're at we're at Carambas, and I was inside with my dude getting drinks, and we come outside, and I'm as I'm walking up to the table, there's this guy who I don't know calling my girl a fat bitch, and I was all, and then as as soon as like he's like something you fat bitch, and then he turns around and walks away. I'm like, who the fuck is that? What did he just say to you? Without even letting him respond, I took off after him. And, like, I'm literally getting ready to fucking reach for his shirt like this to pull him back into me so I can beat his ass. Yeah. Sorry. So I can beat it, pull him back into me so I can beat his ass. And then literally that's when, that's when my ex at the time, he's like, man, we'll my hand and say, all right, it's time to go. Like, I was legit ready to beat a bitch's yeah. ass. And even for our Abraham, one night we were going to get into it because Abraham, like, there, was some, there was someone trying to talk shit to Abraham and was talking shit, you know, saying something to Abraham. And Abraham, when back then, was when he got drunk sometimes, he was, he was like... Fighter, mm. and so I'm like, he said something about my about my girl. And I'm like, oh hell no! I'm like, excuse me, what the fuck did you just say? And I was getting ready to beat up this little twink, which would have been very unfair, bitch. Fair enough, but like they had to pull <laughs> me back because hit. yes, murder is not murder is not something good. He just he just needed a good throw, just a good toss little toss, a little toss against the, the brick wall. A little what? Oh. A little twink toss. Olympics. Twink <laughs> toss. toss. Twink Not toss. what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid bitch. So then, okay, broker. Let's we love language. Love, love language. Yeah. We're talking about beating bitches up. That's not love. Oh yeah. Um, I love for other people, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, you talked about your your love language being gifts and what was it again? Uh, quality time. Quality. So that's how you receive love. Yeah. How would you say you like to give love? Because they can be very different. They they, yeah. they are different now than they were ten years ago. Okay, but Back do they then, differ from each other? Mm, not necessarily. I think there's a. I'm very greedy, and I have. I think I feel like I have all the qualities, all the love languages mm-hmm. together in some kind of way. And I can't just define myself in one or the other. Okay. And especially now versus back then, because it's like circumstances are are creating situations that are not ideal for gift giving they're not right. ideal for a quality time right. yeah. joe and i have kids we have schedules we have things to do we can't just up and leave or up and do something yeah. or giving gifts to each other is not our priority okay. the priority yeah. is giving everything to the kids so it's like right. it circumstances will change people's love language and i can't just be like i'm this or that 
because I'm this, that I'm this sometimes and I'm this sometimes or that sometimes or this sometimes. And it just I can't put myself in a box that way. I think single people, it's easier because you're dating and mm-hmm. you're getting to know each other. Yeah. And it's harder to cut to it's easier to be the person that they want you to be. So your language changes. Your language is the, the your language is whatever the person might be doing because you're in a position where you're like, well, I want him to like me. Like they're buying you gifts, even if you don't like receiving gifts. Yeah, I'm take them. And, and the circumstance because... puts me in this position where I can get gifts. Yeah, no. I'm not necessarily love gifts, and I can't replace them with affection, or I would love more affection than gifts. But right now, this is what he can offer me, and that's what I'm taking. So I can't really, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I believe in love languages. A hundred percent. So let's hypothetically speaking, let's say you were single right now, mm. you went on a date. Would you, at your current stage in your forties, say I'm not in my forties, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> Look to your left for that shit. <laughs> I am not in my forties either, bitch. Wow. I got two months. I got three months. Don't months. come for me on my show, bitch. <laughs> Girl, thanks for we're adding Howie we're to the title. <laughs> and Howie. <laughs> Uh, no, but would you? He's an unpaid intern. <laughs> paid? We're all unpaid. We're all unpaid. Yeah, we're all <laughs> Don't you pity us? <laughs> You're on our show, bitch, on a Monday. <laughs> this is a hobby. Somebody sponsor we them. We love doing this. Taco Bell. Taco Bell's fucking listening. Check in the box. Would you, at this point in your life? You know who you are, uh-huh. right? I think after 35, whatever, let's just throw that age out there. We kind of understand the things that we want mm-hmm. and uh, we've been with people. Would you do that change in the beginning? You're dating someone, you're on no. the second date, you start <laughs> to catch that, not. oh, this is what they like I to do. at some point you're like, there's no point in hiding. There's no point in doing that thing where people meet somebody and you're not really meeting the, me- the real me. Mm-hmm. That very much like tricking in- into liking me. But that's not really me. And then later on in the relationship, that's when you kind of unleash who you really are. Yeah. That's there's, I think no we're too old that. there's no time yeah. for that. Yeah, you end up moving. You find those people that move in together, and all of a sudden they can't live and then together. Propose to each other. Propose yeah. a little early. Yeah, that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> was that a, was that a, that was a that dig? Was, that, that was, was a oh. deep dig. Damn. That was a read. That, that was that was a hurt. deep. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, I thought you were over that. I am. No, like, because you're right, right? Yeah. It's see, been seven years, girl. <laughs> <laughs> when can I make fun of it? Been <laughs> four. Um, felt like seven. Like a misdemeanor has been removed it's from been your It's been like record. five minutes, girl, <laughs> underwater. Misdemeanor. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, to, like, to, no, I couldn't do that anymore because, like, I like mm-hmm. in, in that case specifically, right, in that situation, I feel like I did a lot. I, I feel like I had to be who he wanted me to be to... And like, I, there's a lot of like, there's a difference between compromising and changing who you are. And I did, yes. and so I did a lot of changing who I was for him. Yeah, right. To accommodate I him. To accommodate him. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't reciprocal. Reci- re- huh? Reciprocal. Yeah, it wasn't reciprocal. It was very just one sided. It was very just me, 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 me. And if there's any left over, hey, it's for me too. Oh, okay. And it was very. Don't forget the little extra. Also for him. Also for him. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. Very much that way. Like I like there's there's now nowadays like I can we've chatted here and there and there's there's obviously there's no animosity, there's no anger. Like I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. He gave me the best thing he could have given me. Yeah. And that was me. Reality check. Yeah. Growth. Growth, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he yeah. forced me to grow and, and I thank him for that. 
Um, but like, I couldn't do that again. That's a waste of time. And it's right. not. And it's not because like, I'm almost forty. And it's not because <gasps> yeah. Gay gasp. <gasps> yeah. Um, honestly, I'm excited about it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about being forty. It's yeah. a new chapter. Um, and uh, as time has progressed, my twenties were what they were. They were a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. In one way, they were a blur. I drank a lot. I did a lot of stupid shit. Cocaine. My thirty, huh? Cocaine. Just sure. like cocaine, not stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a lot of coke. Yeah, um, I tried to throw twinks around bars. Mm. I, I, I beat up a lesbian. Beat up, oh, yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that story? Dislocated someone's shoulder. Who? Harambe. <laughs> I fucking what? hate you. Did you just say? Long oh, story short, he, he went was to Vegas just... for his birthday. He got fucked up on coke and other shit. He found some dude. He was like dragging him around the bar, showing him off. Like, and Harambe mm-hmm. had just died. Like a month ago, m- month before this, mm-hmm. so he was fresh in our minds. <laughs> <laughs> so he very much harambe him around the fucking oh club. my! <laughs> in all word. fairness, this is what happened was. <laughs> oh See, we were hanging out my cousin then, huh? My my cousin from Vegas. Yeah. So I hang out my cousin, and we started. We, no, it started back at the hotel room with our other friend who gave us E. Yes. So he gave us yes, ecstasy, yes. Mm-hmm. and then we got to the club, first club. We were drinking like crazy. And then my friend, my cousin, my other cousin started giving me. Girl, we can't tell the story again. We already told it. Did we? Yes. What do you mean? There's no story. I just told it. Okay. What was I feel like I have heard I did it. A real yeah. in a fast recap. Okay. A lot of drugs. A lot yeah. of drugs. A lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And but yeah, he was dragged around. You know, his arm was not pulled out of pocket. I, it seemed like it. Bitch. Like you guys told the story she at Rocky She looked like she was in pain. Yeah, I think we sold it at Rocky yeah. Point. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Very that. But like, no, like, and it's not like I couldn't make the change now. I don't have time and I, I don't have time to fake it. Like, this is me, bitch. I, I hate to be quoting like a fucking stereotypical movie, mm-hmm. but this Love is me. Love me or hate me. It, this, this, what you get is what you see and I'm not going to spend or waste time. Yeah. yeah. No more time. Yeah. Right. Because we ain't got much left. Because you're 40. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so done with it. Just throwing so like, that out there. <laughs> so to kind of go over like, like the five love languages consist of obviously words of affirmation. Acts of service, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. These are called love languages, right? And so then there's the seven, which kind of break it up into a little bit more detail. So um, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, communication, expression of affection and love, and then final thoughts. So like what that means, like what what that is, is like what are your final thoughts of like the situation? Like how do you wrap it up at the end of the day? They want to know what the day was to you and what the situation was. Like that's a bit much. Like if you're that kind of person that's that needy, I'm like, eh, that's a red flag. But don't you think all these things are just keys to a good relationship, not just like a? I think I think that in order for you to have a good relationship, you know, because I've been through some bad ones, I think you need a little bit of everything. A little yeah. Bit of everything, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how? I don't like, like that. It's like. But it is ranked. it is kind of important to understand what stands and out. That's the point of the whole thing. Yeah. People to understand that there is differences in how we receive it and give love yeah and they shouldn't take it literally like you give me gifts because that's how i like it and you and you get attention from me because that's how you like it right and that's equal like gifts like, are are low on my yeah. list but if it's nice to have one every once in a while yeah when yeah. someone gives me something like yeah. oh i thought of you i saw this and thought of you yeah was i'll it keep that forever though? huh was it a big deal though i <laughs> i don't even i don't i don't use those i Oh, because you're a Christian woman. I'm a Christian woman. Of course. Just kidding. You've seen the collection, right? <laughs> I've seen, seen the, the collection. <laughs> in the room. There's so many. 
I saw oh that TikTok that so was taken down. Bitch. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It did get taken. That's disrespectful. It was so, so much worse. And that was yeah. So much worse. And that was funny. Political. Ever. <laughs> that was the homophobia was real in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um Sorry. final thoughts on love languages? Are we do we have more to talk about? I think we've kind of stretched that out. Yeah, yeah I think the consensus is yes, it's helpful, but not helpful def- to def- helpful Absolutely. to know them yeah. to I maybe just amplifies the relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it, it makes you aware stronger. of like what the other person likes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Which is what a person should do in a relationship is what do you like to do? What do you like to receive? What do you like to the to feel? And you try to do your best to uh, to accommodate them and they do the same for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Very that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So good. Love, love. love. I'm in love with love. <sighs> Such a cliche. Are you though? Is that is that true for you? In love with love? Yeah. Do you love Yeah, love? what um what does that I know what does that mean to like, that. like do you love romance to a point <clears throat> where this is what I'm interpreting the question. Okay. Or in people sometimes is that they love to be in love and when the love fizzles out, they move on to the next one. Oh. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, there's a there's there's truth to that. But I feel like like for like the way I understand things, like I've, I'm in love with love, is that love is everything, mm-hmm. right? And so it's not about it necessarily fizzling out, but that's that love will save it all. Does that make sense? Like, like a hopeless romantic like, aspect like, of it, right? So like I'm a hopeless mm-hmm. romantic, mm-hmm. but I'm also a realist. I, I like to believe that I'm a realist, right? Yeah. And I think that at the end of the day, like I think you yes, become a much more realist than you were before there's this truth to that mm-hmm. um i feel like yes as much as i love love and i love romance and i love all that gushy shit right at the end of the day i think sometimes you have to have more than just love to for something to keep yeah. going does that make sense like i think relying uh, just think on not, love is very um it's naive. unreasonable yeah, and then reason. Yeah, because yeah, because it's it's not sometimes it's all the time. Right, love is not enough for a relationship. Relationship, right. marriage, anything like that, love is not enough. And it kind of set, sets a really high standard for all all the time. Like we have yeah. to feel in love and and, and romantic all the time. Because it ain't it ain't that shit. Yeah. It, now and, to add on to your thing is uh, similar to yours. Similar to yours is that I I interpret it as being in love with love so much that like you love had that feeling you know love the yeah. butterflies mm-hmm. you love mm-hmm. the text you smile at your phone all the time like that feeling of being in love but what i'm getting at right now is that people have different stamina for that mm-hmm. and to like for when you start noticing because eventually it starts to dip a little bit naturally yeah. yeah so when you start to notice that dip in your partner not that you move on to the next person but you get hurt right mm. you feel that they don't love you or you sometimes we feel like oh you never loved me you were faking yeah. it when it was just you know a nat- that natural dip but because people have longer stamina than others in yeah. that initial state i think there's conf- they, there's confusion because this love butterfly feeling there needs to be something to supplement it once that that lovey butterfly goes down because you have to feel more con- a deeper connection the deeper connection is what supplements that feeling like right. <clears throat> Jovan and I have have a lot of history and yeah. we have a marriage and we have children and we have connection that I have never felt with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So this h- butterfly feeling is not the same, but it's supplemented by the feeling of this is my person. 
this is the person I, I married and, and I love him. Right. And we built a life together and there's a connection that I know I can't find with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I might be able to, but that's a lot of work and that's a lot of, and I would be devastated if, if we didn't mm-hmm. work out. So it's like, there needs to be something else, a bedrock of not just love and butterflies, but like of connection and growth together and, and something deeper than just like, Oh, lovey dovey. So I think mm-hmm. I stated my question wrong. Not that I'm trying to doubt. Like, no, yeah. but I think I mean, I meant what I was like, what does that mean to you? So this is kind of, this is fun because um, actually, we're in the process of Joseph already read it, but I'm reading The Ethical Slut. Oh, I think you told me, he told me about right? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Heard I've, about it? Yeah. It is wonderfully eye-opening. And some of the conversations that Joseph and I have had afterwards are so much deeper and better than what we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Because the idea that like, I love you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. You're my friends. I love you. Yeah. I love my family. I love Joseph. And so love can be just kind of what you make of it. You know, Absolutely. love isn't always just the butterflies in your stomach. That's just the feeling you feel because you feel really good. Yeah. It's like yeah. you said, the connections. And yeah. so something we're discovering is that like you have children, you don't love your children one more than the other. I mean, you don't have to say it on the podcast, you do. but <laughs> you can... But that love is the same, mm-hmm. you know, for them. Yeah. So it can be shared among. Yeah. So I think that's the big thing um, that Joseph and I are discovering is that, you know, we're uh, this year exploring polyamory. Really? So. Polygrams. Polygrams. And algebra and <laughs> polythagorean right, no, theorem. I love math. <laughs> I love math. I really don't. Yeah, and the idea that um, there's enough love to go around. There's enough love to go around, okay. and that I you think, can connect with somebody than just one person. Yes, and because I think the idea is that people are like, oh, well, you're talking to the other person, you're replacing me. Well, no, not. Mm-mm. If you look at it the right way, you are adding to the love you're adding to yeah. the connections yeah. here and i mean monogamy is a created idea right and it's not to knock monogamy right it's you know that works one for of many so many people yes. structures of a relationship yeah yeah, yeah. could you yeah. ever do a, a polyamorous relationship my, can i get a monogamous one first <laughs> <laughs> damn maybe they haven't worked because you need the polyamorous relationship oh. i think for me was i think that <sighs> Right, I don't know because like I I like after hearing of of multiple people that I know going going into that right and kind of discovering what that is, it's it's made me question what that would look like for me and and see like I look at myself as more of an old school romantic right. I love that. I mean, I was raised on that. I was raised on that idea of one person for the rest of your life, and I'm questioning now. Like, could I love someone? else while loving mm-hmm. another person at the same time so i don't know I'd, I'd like to say yes but i really don't know like i'm starting this new thing right now with this new person and like to me it's just like i just want to give everything i have to him not mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. right you know what i mean yeah i want to give him all my energy your i want to give him huh your truck because <laughs> <laughs> he borrowed it the other day. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm just kidding no like i don't know like to me i'm trying to discover what this is going to look like i mean like I'm not like there's it's it's weird though right cuz like 
there's a part of me who's like, I'm still a hoe at hand. And there's still Literally, a part of me. Hand that, is... <laughs> the left or the right hand? But, look at, oh, look, look at the left right now. It's right. already in motion. <laughs> I'm, I'm ambidextrous. No, um, when it comes to like certain things, like I, I'm learning that sex is different. What? I was just, <laughs> I'm a sextrous. I'm a sextrous. <laughs> I'm just like thoughts in your head. <laughs> I just, yeah, random shit, shit bitch. I know. Uh, random shit. Oh, <laughs> is just running. I don't know. I don't know if I could. Like, I want to say yes. And it's again, it's a it's Would a choice. Would your poly include a woman? Because that was the drunken night, mm. and she was desperate. That was one night where I, I'll be like, I told you guys, I was feeling some kind of way. You know what? She was experimenting, just like everybody does. I had just found out some shit that day, and I was in my. And she was feeling. like, "Fuck it, let's do it." I was like, "Yeah," and I did. And I think. I I think was that a revenge day? <clears throat> Ooh, probably. No. I think I um, needed love and they provided all yeah. these types of relationships. Again, you make it what you, what you want of it. Yeah. If it doesn't work out for you, then it doesn't work out for you. It doesn't mean that you're not open minded. It's just that you know what you like. You know yeah. what you want. And being in a relationship with one, another person is hard enough. Yeah. Let alone three people because you all have different love languages yeah. per se. You all have different expectations. You have different. Needs that's almost double the trouble. It's double, I don't, not in the bad way. Yes, but yeah. I mean, like, what it's worth. Like, no, no, yes, and no, because at the same time, if two people are compatible, but like I'm the third person coming in, maybe I'm the love language that you need. I'm that missing he's link, the one, he's the one that you need. Like, it's like that, that could possibly so be maybe, it. yeah, mm-hmm. like me and Howie, I can't give him what Howie needs. But that's where you come in, right? And I'm ready, so it's it's a it's that, but it sort has of to like, be very balanced. Because if you're off balance, even in a uh, normal relationship, not normal, but uh, monogamous, monogamous relationship. relationship, that balance that's off is going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. Imagine three people trying to balance not just my relationship with you, right? but my relationship with you, mm-hmm. and then, and then see, how I see you two. Yes. So and yeah. at that point, it's all communication, right? It's yeah. all communication. 100%. 100%. Now, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is polyamory different or equal to an open relationship no i think they're very separate and there's so many different facets of polyamory so we've met people um that are in polyamorous relationships but uh one guy for instance um he has a boyfriend and then the boyfriend has a boyfriend and then he has the main guy has another boyfriend the boyfriends don't meet but it's but it's long term in the sense that they're not just like in an open relationship, in my opinion, and it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. is going out and having fun. You know, at some point you develop emotions and it becomes more than just a hookup or having sex with somebody. Um, so you develop certain feelings and it, it evolves from there. But there's, I mean, it would be different for you entering a polyamorous relationship because if you, like, you are married. So inviting somebody in is a different side of it versus if somebody single is going into yeah. it, mm-hmm. right? That's a very different view. For sure. And even, you know. There was a couple that we that I know that opened up their relationship and became a throuple. So there was three of them. And they invited. And, and a throuple is all three equals, right? All three. So they were two together, together first and uh-huh. they invited a third and they were all together for a while. And the no 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 it was two couples, two couples that were that got together as a foursome, they were okay. all boyfriends together four, but the original two went off with the other two, and broke off. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So it it's a risk you take by yeah. when you have all these personalities and different people, and maybe you don't find the connection the same with the original person, but you do find it with the new person. And that's what happened. They, yeah. they split yeah. up. Essentially, they traded. They basically traded and yeah. broke off. So, I mean, if that if it worked for them that way and they're better off, great. But right. that's yeah. a risk that's that anybody takes with any relationship happen. is yes. we meet somebody else that we find more compatible with. Right. Yes. Yeah. Is that and a fear? Hopefully, they're still friends. Is that a fear um, bringing someone else into the relationship? No. And Joseph and I have had very candid conversations where we love each other so much that... You have that bedrock of, of connection to rely on, and yes, in the sense that even if let's say Joseph and I broke up this year, don't no. say that. Like, you Mama, know, it, things happen, Papa, right? No. And we're not like obviously Joseph and I are. I would be devastated. For, I would be devastated. Who are we gonna take? I don't think people would. I don't think people would notice until they like showed up. Let's say invited you guys to a party uh-huh. months later years later and you're like wait who's where where are we and you're like oh this is my house this is my apartment this Mm -hmm. is my house well where's joseph oh we've been divorced for eight months you know what i mean nothing would change i don't think anybody would notice because our connection is so strong yeah we would are you saying that you would be friends a hundred percent we would still drive each other forward and we would still want to be in each other's lives but just not as a couple so let me ask you this you all have been together for 19 years yeah since 2004 damn that's amazing so the fact that you you guys are, are going into this now and now would you say that the time has is what has made it easier to navigate this or what what would you say is is because there's a lot of people who will go into this is there is there we guess what I'm trying to get at is is there is there a set time do you think that it works better than others because after 19 years to go into this right um and and where was it going do, does that foundation mean make it that much easier? Is I guess what I'm trying to get at. I guess ha- having a foundation really helps. I don't know that I would put a time frame on it. Okay. I feel like two people could could start dating instantly, and after next. six months, just kind of under have an understanding of each other yeah. and and how you love. You know, how do you love other people? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for a little bit there, yeah, we had to work through aspects of jealousy, feeling left out. Um. But there's the understanding that nobody's being replaced. It's just right. an, it's an add-on. It's that communication. It's, yeah, yeah. And you have to be willing to talk about that, and and willing to listen to what the other person is saying without getting defensive or oh you you're looking for someone else you won't mm. want to be with me. Well, let's just take it back to yeah. to what we you know you just have to know how to communicate and talk about that. I wouldn't so, say there's a time frame for uh, for me. Uh, I would ask. Uh, now that you guys are like diving into this, is it you guys looking for someone together, or is it like kind of solo hunting and then coming together? Like, hey, I met this person. Safari so style. In this moment in time, yeah, or in the past, I don't know when. <laughs> uh, but in this moment in time, we are together with someone officially. But I think what what he's asking the, is how the, did. How did you find this person? Was yeah, it a like mutual oh, agreement? We like this person? Or was it like, hey, I found somebody. You guys were you at a bar together. Oh, you like found him. this one and like this. Or is it you were like somewhere by yourself and you happened to meet someone then you brought I see. In. Okay. So Justin and I have had been open for so long that you know, when I when I met this person, I met them first uh, because I was on the apps. Right. We met on Scruff. Oh, nice. And on my profile, it's very 
married, open relationship. I talk about Joseph. There's a photo of us together. Yeah. You know, there's no secret to that. Right. Right. So I think they knew going into it that it wasn't just going to be me because I wasn't actively just looking for myself. Mm-hmm. So we were never just looking to date on our own. It was it was with someone, and this person actually made the first move and asked us out on a date together. Oh, yeah. no. So it wasn't thing you were planning. It just came. Yeah, we, literally. It was a it was a, a scruff woof. It was a compliment, and then it moved to Facebook Messenger before we exchanged phone numbers uh, to when can I take you guys out on a date? So we went on a date. And it was nice. Is this the first uh, polyamorous relation for all three of you? Um, I believe the person, this individual has been in before, has dated two guys at the same time before. Um, and then Joseph and I talked to a guy together for know, a couple weeks, mm-hmm. but he lives in another state. So that, that didn't work that out. Wasn't viable. It just the, the long distance did not go. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. You have been in an open relationship up until this point mm-hmm. are you still or does it close off to the polyamory? oh that's a good question that's a really good question is it unknown <laughs> at this moment that's actually something that um we're still figuring out figuring out okay and, and it, i'm not trying yeah. to pry i'm no, just no, like no. i'm wondering like how does that work which so we're, that's why I'm asking. we're we're probably curious probably curious <laughs> so like is, is it like in the point of a relationship like in a monogamous relationship we're like yes we're dating but we haven't had the talk to make it official is that where it is? Kind of. Yeah. There just needs to be more. We have to have the conversation. Um, and it, it is happening in the current moment in time. Mm. Uh, I'm actually meeting this person tonight. And kind of. Huh? Let's talk. take the microphones. We'll sit on the table next to you. Just to kind of talk. Do you see like a boom? <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm, one in there right now. I'm over here like <laughs> putting a little mic powder on. <laughs> well, like, wire them up. Wait, wait, we, we got the the wired one. We can, we can wire you. Why are you, bitch? <laughs> well, maybe I'll have an update at some She's point in the future for you. Um, but it, it's different because Joseph and I have been together so long, so we've kind of already talked these things through yeah, and, okay. and our feelings. Um, so at now at this point we need to kind of make see where this other person is um feeling mm-hmm. and then talk about it all together because there are so many relationships even with just three people right it's relationship yeah. with yourself mm-hmm. with the other this person, person this person, person what do you feel about their relationship them together and then all together mm-hmm. so and then it's funny that you say because you right now it's you and joseph communicating with each other because you're the unit Yes. But once this person comes in, he's going to be part of the unit. Yes. There has to be a change where he doesn't feel like I'm always a third. Right. Because if you're doing this now, this won't have this won't look good if I was a third person and you're still you're communicating in secret together. Yeah. And I'm yes. out here just like waiting for the communication. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are polyamorous relationships like that, right? Because I've I've been down the rabbit hole of poly uh TikTok. Uh-huh. And so like there have been those stories where like uh, the person would come out and be like, Yes, I, I know like I know my place. I know mm. they were together first and I know I'm the third person, but I know they love me and I know yeah. that I love them and it's whatever they whatever they've set up for themselves is right. really the yes. important part. Yeah. But but it's at the same time they're like it's not that I'm resigned to this because mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be at the real it's like, no, I like it because 
this is where I want to be with that. Yeah. So. And it's not easy to be communicative when you've communicated for 18 years. Right. And then you're barely learning how to communicate with this new person. Mm-hmm. It's going to be difficult to be like, I'm going to communicate everything to you and trust you the way that I trust this person, which yeah. is not easy. Yeah. And I think at this point, you know, we're not in our 20s. So God we're... <laughs> We're not rushing into anything. <laughs> Far from it. Far. I mean, Damn. Thirty-one is a really tough age. Um, thirty-one, really? Yeah, girl. Oh, I think we're like thirty-seven. Lies. We're the same age. She's forty-two. No, she's 40 oh my god! <laughs> See, I would believe it. Like, no, I was born in eighty-five. All the way. Thirty-seven. I'll be thirty-eight this year. Right? July first. Damn. Yeah, I'll be thirty-eight. Hello, July first, right? Yeah. Okay. Look at her. She remembers birthdays. Wait, she's right. very good at that. What's my birthday? Huh? What's my birthday? Wow. <laughs> your fucking best friend? It's September 5th, bitch. <laughs> okay. Jovan is October 3rd. It's not. October 7th. <laughs> he got the month. He That's got the month. Good. I was close. Bitch. I like that, that was there was no hesitation, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew it was either two days before yours or two days after, after yours. Yeah. So I was. Oh. And what's the plan now? Like, where, where are you at? Just in the relationship. Is it... It's Can, still growing. Just we're still, still growing. Yeah, we're still. We've taken some trips together. Um, nothing crazy. We're taking mm-hmm. a big trip this summer. Where are you going? Together, going to Colombia. Uh, I'm so excited for the you. The cocaine. I am gonna have so much. Where in Colombia are you going? Flying into it. I'm flying into Bogota, and then so, we're we're also going to Cartagena. Oh. So in Bogota, there's this club. Uh, and I'll get you the name of it. Uh, is it like multi-story? It's multi-stories. There's like 20-some rooms to so it. So we're going there the Sex first rooms? night. Bitch. I so still want to go there. Is it gay? There. Yeah, it's yeah. a gay club. Yes. There's a bear room. There's a techno room. Oh, a I room. love He's really that. excited to show us because he was, his big thing is when we go out, he's like, the fucking clubs in America are bullshit. Shit. They're shit. It's bullshit. He's like, no, the parties in America are just not the same. No. So he's really excited to show us. So the first night... We land, um, we fly in Saturday. Uh, we probably land at like 9 or 10 or something. So we're going to go straight there, party for a little bit, and then we're having brunch with his family the next day. Carl, <laughs> so that's dangerous. I don't know if you're planning correctly. So that club has, <laughs> I think it's four, 13 or 14 rooms, to be, to be honest. I think it's like something like that. So there's a music, different music genre in every room, right? And then there's like the lounge area. And then like, it's a club. So you're going to get a lot of like tradies that go there and stuff like that. But it's a gay club. Mm. But there's one room that's men only mm. there. So it's like very Sounds like, like a bathhouse. Right. I'm thinking that it's probably that. I think it's very like like Eagle. Like, like a dark room? Like España. Remember ah, the dungeon yeah, in España? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we went to a that club That we didn't get to fucking see? We didn't get to oh. see because of some bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> Am I though? We don't know her. <laughs> but no, like, so like we, there's, we went to this club and they, ha- it's men only because the top bar is, is the bar. It's regular right? bar. It's a regular bar, but then they have a dungeon. And so, or a basement. But you go down and that's men only and that's literally, it's a sex part of the club. Like it's, it's a free for all. Oh, okay. Yes. You, okay. you know what I mean? So like, yeah. so the the club, I, oh my God, I, I know I have the name of it. I have a video I have saved of it, but I have the name of it. I when I want to go to Bogota just to go to this club. Yeah. I, I looked at the website because he was showing us. Was like, oh, this is kind of what to expect. And I, I don't think it was on my phone because I would look it up, but it, it's not. Um, so yeah, so we're slowly learning Spanish. Slowly. Just remember the keyword. Bitch, I'm like unit, unit six of Duolingo. Like, so I mean, it's 
I'm that's pretty school right now. Starts. I'm like that's super preschool. Lesson seven is six. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's called Teatron. 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 Okay. In, in Bogota. And it's, it's, they open up at 7.30, but they're open to like 8 o'clock in the morning. Because it's literally an all night. Oh, so you, you go, go there. straight to brunch after that. Then. Straight to brunch, girl? We're going to see. I mean, I don't want to show up <laughs> super crazy. But we're going to like nap um, in the United Club yeah. before. We have a big layover. Flying to Houston. Layover. So I take a nap there. To relax on the plane. And you know what I mean? Just kind of. Mm-hmm. Nice. Not going to go until 4 a.m. Is it is it a, a direct flight from Houston to Bogota? It is, yes. Holy shit, that's a yeah. lot of flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay, so any final questions? Because I have a topic I want to talk about. Ooh, final questions. Okay. So polyamory, if it's good for you, do it, girl. Love it. There's a lot of people here that, or a lot of people in this world that just like want to control what other people do, and I'm sick and tired of it. But just say what makes you happy, bitch. Absolutely. Talk uh, about it. Mm, yes. Normalize it. Talk about it in your relationship. It's like, it's that saying, right? It's that it's been said so many times, but it couldn't be any more truer today than ever. Mm-hmm. Live and let live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live your mm-hmm. life and let everybody Read else that sign, honey. You know what I'm saying? That live and let sign. live. Seriously. <laughs> so yeah. my topic was, I was, I was watching, I was on Twitter and there's like the, on my feed, there's like comedy things. And there was a, this thing about this woman who tweeted out, that being called obese is the same thing as being called the n-word and i thought this is the most ridiculous thing i've ever because isn't heard. obese a medical term obese is a medical term mm-hmm. um but this person feels offended because they're big and they're equating it to the n-word and i just oh. thought it was ridiculous thoughts <laughs> oh i only hear you first <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna change my no. So, <laughs> okay, so technically, you. coming from an obese person, because technically, I'm a big girl. you know what? I was reading the the chart. Obese is is it's only fifty I'm pounds. Only, it's only fifty pounds over over what overweight. Your technical what your right. what your range should be, and that yeah. is very low to me. I'm obese. Yeah. My my yeah. body fat is in the obese. Yeah. Yeah. Range. yeah. So <laughs> it's very yeah it's, yeah. It's very off. the The charting is very off to me because. They say that I should, for my height, I should be 165 pounds. I would be like real thin if I was 165. Well, yeah, bitch, I'm supposed to be 340. I don't want to be a twin. I'm like a whole, I'm supposed to be a whole twin glass. A twin glass. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other person, bitch. <laughs> I'm about to give birth. Um, okay. <laughs> I saw that porn. I showed it to so many people. Have you seen it? Oh okay, God. no, I don't get off topic. That's Go a ahead. whole other Okay, we're going to revisit Go that. Um, <laughs> so then, okay, coming from a person who is, Clinically obese, right? I've had weight loss surgery. I have an appointment tomorrow for another round. Um, I'm excited about it. But anyways, okay. First and foremost. Ozempic? Huh? Ozempic? Bypass. <laughs> um, first and foremost, can we stop being so fucking sensitive? Mm-hmm. Everything is a fucking trigger. <sighs> first and foremost, like I, like the N-word. I think that that there's so much connotation and so much of a backstory to that word, mm-hmm. so much history to that word. How dare I hate when people do this because you you trivialize what people have been through, mm-hmm. real you, suffering, right? right. Real right. suffering. You trivialize what some people are going through, mm-hmm. and this can set me off on a tangent that goes against what we're talking about. But that we'll save that for another day, okay? Okay, because that's gonna get me canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but. Quit being so fucking sensitive. Yeah, we okay. Statistically, the United States by I believe it's 2030 
where it's supposed to be like 76% of the United States population is going to be in the obese range, okay, for starters. Where if you look at the rest of the world, we're the only country with has the high, we have the highest rate of obesity in the world, okay? And that's, the, and, and, and that's, that's bitch, like seriously, like girl, if, if you don't want to be called out for being what it is, then I don't know what to tell you because it is what it is, baby. We're big. And, and that also goes into like the, um, this, it's a choice and it, you, you like, no one can choose to be a race, right? Right. right. So how do you, you can't equate them and then there's the other conversation about some people have um disorders that underlying health issues underlying health issues that that don't allow you or just being on certain medication will make you gain weight so it's like i can't say it's a choice without considering that too so it's like it's a very fuzzy subject it is Hmm. but to be offended by being called something that you clinically are Yes. Is like, oh. But see, to me, when you get offended, you're looking for an excuse. You're looking for an excuse. Well, I've been called this my whole life. Like, okay, this might get me counseled like by the seven listeners we have. <laughs> but here's, here's, here's my thing. In life, people are either victims or they're conquerors. And, and I'm, I'm a full believer of this because of what my family's been through, right? You either become a victim to, to everything that has happened to you or you will say, bitch, say what you want. My skin is made of burlap. Rubber. Huh? It's made of rubber. Rubber. You tell me it bounces off me and goes onto you. Right. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I love that for you. Um, but <laughs> Seriously. But like you can sit there and say, you know what? Fuck what people call me. I'm going to do me and I'm going to, I'm gonna, I've, to an extent, I've chosen to live this way. I've chosen to 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 not do anything about it. We're, I, I'm finding it. I'm finding it. <laughs> Takes this long, huh? Takes this long. Okay, it does. So like, like and P. Okay, so there we go. And we're back. You allow yourself to become a victim to what everybody says, and you allow to be, yourself to become a victim of what society thinks, and, and so you you start to use that as a fucking crutch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You start to become so sensitive. Oh. They're calling me this, and see, this is why I, 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 it leads me to depression. Now, here's the thing. Mental health is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely is a very thing. But when you let every little thing affect you, again, you trivialize those people who have to deal with true mental health issues, people who have to deal with, 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 with bipolar disorder, people mm-hmm. who have to deal with, 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 with schizophrenia, people who truly have to deal with manic depression, mm. people who, who truly have to deal with with all these other little things that people are just allowing themselves, oh, it's easier for me to name it this than to actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so like, like I've been, I've been, I've been called the chub my whole life. Like, oh, el gordito, el gordito, el gordito, mm-hmm. whatever. And so for me, it's like, yeah, whatever it is. I'm cute, whatever. But it's like, I, I've never allowed, allowed people to make me a victim. You want to call me this, call me this, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Like I've been hearing that my whole life. You ain't going to do nothing to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people have become so fucking sensitive to where you like, like you can't call somebody obese because, oh, it's a, it's a trigger mm-hmm. there. You know, you can't call somebody this because it's a trigger. And we just, we've, we've, I, and I've said it before on, on, on one of our episodes, we've become a society of pussies. <gasps> Forgive me. Mm-hmm. And, and what? Nope, just listening. Oh, you be, we, my she's, listening she's days. Like, oh. we, we, we've become... <laughs> Clutch my pearls. <laughs> Take ass. We've become a society of pussies, and everything offends us. 
every little fucking thing offends us. So, like, I'm not surprised that somebody's saying this. But at the same time, it's like, girl. It's like uh, this started off, the social justice started off in a good trajectory. But it's, it's become something different all the way, all the way too far. Yeah. And I understand that the sensitivity now is, I feel it's moving in a, a better direction than mm-hmm. before, but it's going a lot farther than a lot of people are willing to be like, okay, this is not cool anymore. Like this doesn't seem just, it just seems really whiny. <sighs> and very it also Attention goes, seeking. especially with like, cause I'm very confused and I'm very like, um, in the middle when it comes to like being proud to be fat all this pride these days mm-hmm. lizzo and i and that you know i'm happy for them that they're happy with their bodies but it's also this ro- romanticization of being obese of being unhealthy is not, also to me is like cringe yeah because i'm like i don't want you to be fat because it i want you to be healthy mm-hmm. healthy in the best way you can but not romanticize just being fat and then not doing anything to feel or be better because that's when me and yeah. I have had conversations before. Like I want to be proud, but then I don't want to be proud because it's not something to necessarily be proud about to be unhealthy. Cause I think to a certain yeah. extent, once you become proud of being fat, you become, you've become complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, Oh, let me just pretend to be proud of this because like it, this, mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything about it. Yeah. So, and, and I think that's where people get the, they fuck it up. Is they romanticize being big, and it's, there's nothing wrong with loving who you are, mm-hmm. right? But here's the thing: don't romanticize the self love mm-hmm. and the self and being proud of just being you and being able to accept who you are. But don't romanticize the fact that, unfortunately, and not speaking from experience, you're unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. just like, and that's where we have to learn to differentiate two of like. Lizzo Lizzo's about being self-love and Lizzo's about saying this is what I look like and I'm not going to allow what I look like right now to stop me from going after the things that I want and I think that's what she's getting at I'm a big girl but guess what I'm still a pop star hmm. I'm a in a world of everybody trying to be the little miss Britney yeah be a Lizzo be a person who's unafraid to be you and who's who's unafraid to go after what you want yeah. and will not make excuses. Mm-hmm. I think that's that I think that's what we're not taking away from this and that's what we should mm-hmm. be taking away from the Lizzo. And that's why I'm very yeah. like confused because I'm like, "Oh, I support Lizzo and I love her attitude for about her loving herself, mm-hmm. but then I also am like concerned that she is not the healthiest or other people will look at her and, and romanticize being fat and being unhealthy and just in order to be not like her. work towards being healthier." Because yeah. She's like, oh, I'm, I should be proud. This should be okay. And it's, for me who struggled with weight all my life, it's mm-hmm. it's it's confusing to me because I'm like, no, I can't just be proud of being big and being unhealthy and being just like a couch potato and not working out and not being healthy and then just cover it with body positivity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have two examples. Number one, I'm a big wrestling fan. And some of those guys, they're big guys. They're round guys. Mm-hmm. Not that they're necessarily unhealthy because the things that they can do, there's the the way they can stretch their body, they can jump off the top rope, the way they can last 5, 10, 15 minutes in a match because yeah. you can look at it as like, oh, it's a quick match. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you ever been in a fight for 15 minutes? It, it, it takes a mm-hmm. lot out of you. So just the fact that they can do that 
it's still showing positivity because like they they maintain a healthy lifestyle enough to yeah. where they can continue to do that. So like that's that's the first thing that just because you're big doesn't mean you can't do sports, you right, can't right. do exercise, you can't. Yes, I love myself as I am right now. I know I can love myself if I'm a little bit better tomorrow. Yeah. Right. So that's the first one. And the second uh, example that I have, and I think it fits perfectly with this right here, is uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In his first special, he came out and said how much he loved eating and how he didn't care about what people thought. Mm-hmm. He made a joke about, like, with the day that he dies, he wants to corner, like, split it open like, for the whole room to smell like tacos. <laughs> and because he, like, <laughs> loved himself being that way. Yeah. And he lived that way for years until he became a diabetic and had a health yeah. scare where he mm-hmm. almost died. Yep. He even came out with a special of how he was losing weight or anything. So I was kind of a wake-up call like, okay, yes, I still love myself, but I love myself enough to put in work mm-hmm. so I can be alive in five years yep. and ten years. I can love yeah. myself yeah. for a longer period of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And I just thought that I just it, it made me think a lot like mm-hmm. – Yes, I get the the body positivity, but there's a certain line because people, these people who were like commenting were like people are getting canceled because they're like fitness experts and they're like you should Jillian be proud Michaels. of this. And 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 I was like, but I can't be mad at them for wanting them to be healthy and not wanting to romanticize being overweight. It was just the way that they went about it was disrespectful, but also not telling a lie. Like, where's the lie? I agree. And that's what I'm thinking. People use it as a, as a crutch. I love myself. I'm big and I love myself. Well, great, sweetie. You're going to love yourself for about three more years because that's when diabetes is going to set in. Right. And then that's when diabetes is going to lead to renal failure. And then renal failure is going to lead to ultimately your death. So here's the thing. Like, we, 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 we take the self-love and the Lizzo's self-love. And love me at any size, right? I'm a big queen, whatever. We take that as, an, as, as a crutch, as an excuse. Well, I, I can be loved like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like that's where that's where that part is we misconstrue shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? We misconstrue shit and we take shit for excuses. Is what I'm we, getting. We 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 like um we mold it to be what we really want to, to our convenience. To our Cuz look at yeah. look at no, no I'm let's not go that far. Adele people talk so much shit about Adele when she lost all the weight. Mm-hmm. Girl looks stunning. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was beautiful yeah, when she was a plus size, but bitch is stunning. Yeah. And but if you look at her personality it hasn't changed. Yeah. She's still who she is. She just looks a little bit different. Oh, and Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. coming for her. Like <laughs> they think that their funniness was because of their fat. Right. And they just discredit them now that they lost weight, and that's fucking unfair. <laughs> Melissa yeah, McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. And that girl from uh, This Is Us. Yeah. She's lost a lot of weight. She's lost a lot of weight. And so, and again, they're 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 saying she's losing her essence. No, her essence is her spirit. Yeah. Her energy. She's gonna be her. Her size is just her. It, it, it's it's physical. It's, it's her, geography. It's, it's who it's she there. is. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? I mean, especially in our community, the gay community, that's so superficial sometimes about weight. There's this like, I've talked to Memo about this. There's this feeling of like. Fuck what this community says. I'm gonna be big either way and be happy. And it's kind of like a fuck you to the community saying I'm not good enough. Right. But in in that mindset, I'm the one suffering here. I'm the one who's big. I'm the one who's unhealthy. Right. And they they the little skinny twinks are sleeping at night on their giving zero fucks. Exactly. So it's like who loses here? I do because mm. I'm like holding a grudge against the community. And mm. is there is is it giving in if you lose weight? When someone calls you fat, no. is, it, is it giving in if someone mocks you or is it just feeling that you're giving in to the societal 
standards when you lose weight? I don't think it's giving in, but I feel like if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then you're sacrificing a little bit of yourself. That's yeah. what I, that's what I'm, I I feel like. I'm only losing weight because I feel pressure from this community. Right. And that's a terrible reason to mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's and I think that's, the, that's and, that yeah. feeling of like that bitch in me that's like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing, I'm only doing this because I want to show you. Well, that, then, op that opens that up a whole other can because uh -huh. like, yes, maybe the wrong reason, but it might be good for you. Right. And that's like, like the confusion. I'm like, yeah. fuck. It, it, it's <laughs> like the whole like there's there's this big um uh like um uh, not meme but this uh this running joke to where uh, a girl dumps a guy and the, oh a gym bro is born because he's gonna hit the gym mm. and he's gonna get yeah. small he's gonna do everything the revenge body yeah, yeah revenge and body. and so uh, and and so all that yeah it may be the wrong reasons but you're but still at the end getting, of the day you're healthier yeah, you're but getting healthier. by any, by any means necessary but right? does whatever it, but you does use that as a last because the the revenge body is great, but that rage subsides eventually. I, I think it doesn't last because again, you're you're reasoning, right? So mm -hmm. like, like I, I think it depends because like I'm considering myself like if I go and I start hitting the gym tomorrow mm -hmm. out of anger and like I end up in six months, I'm super fit and I'm mm -hmm. I got six pack and whatever. Then I'd say I'm no longer mad, but now I like this, mm -hmm. so you I'm might, like, no, I you might find happiness in. I got to keep going with this feel, because yeah. now the life that I have. Whether it be for the right or wrong reason, I'm getting more attention. I'm getting this and that. I'm getting more you feel girls. Good about yourself, you're healthier. Like yeah, like all this. Like I, I don't have to catch my breath after walking from one room to another. And like, right. bitch, I came up these stairs to bring this chair. I was like, <laughs> 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 but like so, so that's what are we gonna talk about today? Carry the babies around. You should be good. <laughs> but like all that was the wrong reasons. But yeah. I'm healthier for it. Right. Right. I think I think the I, I've seen it go both ways with people. I've seen people who do it. For I've the wrong also seen reasons. people go both mm -hmm. ways. And the moment. They see that it brought them nothing in the end. Like what I mean by that is like people get mad because revenge body. Oh, fuck him. Right. So I'm going to go work out, be the best body I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. And then when you see, like and, and I and I've seen this personally when that when with that change, when now like you're looking at who's giving you attention on these are the people you hated for calling you names. Yes. It's like, oh, now you like me only because of my physicalness. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so like. That's they'll, that they'll be like, fuck it, about. fuck you. Mm -hmm. And they let go of all that. And you see them rebound to a place where they were worse than they were than they were before. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean, like that feeling of giving in. Because that reasoning was you made fun of me for being fat. Fat. Uh, I wasn't getting the attention from men because mm -hmm. they wanted a certain body. Mm -hmm. I then am mad and I have a revenge body and then I get and I get skinny I am becoming what these people actually want. And in the end, I feel like I gave in to your pressure and now I'm what you wanted. And that's you know where, that's but, where, yes. And, and, and that's where each person's individuality is going to come in. Cause now I am what you wanted, but I don't it, want you. It doesn't mean that I'm going to want you. Yeah. I'm still going to want the same kind of people that I wanted before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, but it's, then you're attracting people that think that way. I think, uh, and especially in this community, once you get nice looking and skinny, you're attracting the people that you were trying to attract before you were. But do you fit. think it was so? Do you, do you think that that was just a catalyst? And you always wanted to be that fit person. You just didn't have something to light a fire under your ass and push and you that enough could be the until somebody made you feel a certain way. Yeah. Um. So maybe that wasn't the. You know, you didn't maybe you didn't lose all that weight and get skinny specifically because you always wanted to fit in. But because you've secretly always just wanted to look a certain way, 
And that's just what pushed you over the edge. Because you're still mm. going to find people that have a nasty breakup and mm. they have the exact same body because they didn't necessarily want to be skinny or thick or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Because, sure. you know, I know guys that are skinny and they're like, fuck, I, I, I really want to be your size. Like, I want your legs. I want your whatever. Mm. And you do have amazing happy. legs. <laughs> you, uh, I never skip leg day. Tomorrow morning is legs. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never. No, y- y'all know how he out there on the football field, and he wears the skinniest little shorts. Little shorts, just... honey. Oh, you haven't, Danny? You haven't seen my little gray nasty pink no, shorts? Three inch inseam. They're my favorite thing to wear, <laughs> oh my honey. God, whore. Oh my God. Bobby was cracking me up this weekend when his shorts ripped. <laughs> he goes because <gasps> he's like, "Girl, they ripped my shorts. Look at this." And he's just showing you off. Look, look, look. <laughs> and, look oh and he's God. just showing off for the pictures. You're loving it. He's like, "I'm not." But look, I evened it out. I ripped this side. I'm like, this. But I want like, to be my, even. She's like, look at my panocha. Right? I was like, Because <laughs> there's still, I don't know. Like, personally, I don't ever want to be skinny. I like being mm. thick. thick my muscle. aspiration is muscle cub. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want, I eat. We love right. to eat, girl. I mm-hmm. eat. And I'll never stop eating. Same. <laughs> right. <laughs> and but I, but you have a good balance because you go to the gym and you like, it cancels each other out. Yeah. Right? And you hear so many, mm-hmm. I've heard so many gays say oh well nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. skin as skinny feels but then i know <laughs> i've heard so like there was a video this guy we posted never have my beer, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i'll never I've been and those people are alone I baby. yeah but I, <laughs> I saw a video on tiktok and this guy talked about how he um was one of those gays that was incredibly trim fit getting all the attention um but looking back at it in retrospect, he hated his life. He was like, I did not mm. realize that I was mentally unwell. Uh, I had this really weird false image of myself. I was starving myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like doing all those supplements. I didn't realize the the negative effects it would mm-hmm. have on me in the future. He's like, so now I'm, I've got a little bit more fluff on me. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I'm healthier in the sense that I eat correctly. Mm. I'm active. But I'm not starving myself. I'm not yeah. like I'm enjoying my life now. Yeah. So skinny's not always happy. Not it does always. not equate. And I think you should surround yourself with people that, if anything, the takeaway should be surround yourself with people that are just going to appreciate you for you. Yes. I've never been in a situation personally where I felt like, oh, I can't take my shirt off. Like someone's going to come grab my love handle and jiggle mm. it. If they're going to grab it, then yeah. we're making out. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's oh, for right. a different reason. Yeah. Because that, so, that's been memo for a long time where he was like pool day but he would wear a shirt and i think if you embrace it like joseph had told you but if he, you just i think if eventually after it, some time when we were like girl take your shirt off we're, you're just with friends like he would take his shirt off yeah. sometimes i think i think so like you would say that right and I, every now and then like i would take it off but i think one of the biggest people had had an influence on me on that was joseph because remember i used to wear that girl the faja Mm. he's with that girl and he's like mm-hmm. and he would he would always pull on it when he'd feel it on me he's like girl what are you doing he's like why are you trying to hide who you are he's like you're beautiful he's like you're who cares mm-hmm. he's like girl take this off and like literally i remember being i forget where i think we we're at charlie's or i forget where we were he's like take it off he's like, i'll take it off right now he's like bitch no because i'll take it off and he's <laughs> literally pulling this shit up on me from underneath my shirt he's like take it off he's like give it to me i'm like girl he's like give it to me mom. and like i Took it off and I gift him. And he's all like, Can you breathe? I go, well, yeah. And he's all like, There's nothing wrong with you. And I remember that. And ever since since like I, that's what I remember. 
when when we went to um joe uh john's uh party at his house last year for oh yeah um for for pre free pre gable we were there and um if we were all gonna get in the pool and joseph's like you gonna take your shirt off i was like i don't know he's like girl look look around you no one here is perfect everyone here sees everybody for who they are mm -hmm. not for what they look like he goes no one's gonna notice whether you did or you did no one gives a shit now I, I took it off and now it's like i'm pretty comfortable with taking off my shirt yeah i don't it doesn't bother me like this is who i am curves and all like real women have curves here we are mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i got it titties is, i'm so sorry oh, okay <laughs> sorry about it yeah. but like it's very that so like i for me like I remember I've so I've had weight loss surgery before, right? 2014, yeah. I had my lap back. And initially, Danny, you can attest to this. I lost a lot of weight. Girl, quickly. I lost almost 100 she pounds. She looked like that movie Thinner. Yeah. She lost weight so quickly. I lost a lot of weight in quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and then I remember, um, but my reasoning for wanting to lose weight back then was vanity. Mm. I wanted to be a skinny. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be liked by the type of guys that I liked back then. I, I had a very shallow mindset mind yeah mindset and, and danny you can attest to that girl like you saw and like you mm -hmm. know like we talked about it i was very shallow and then guess what happened when i had there was one person who strictly said when i was already losing the weight they literally their words i should snatch you up now while you're losing the weight so that way i have you when you lose it all before someone else does mm. literally and that it's broke. like a backhanded compliment that is that's <laughs> terrible that broke me terrible that bro i'm like so that so fuck and i and i literally said this to him so fuck who i am right right i go so fuck who i've been to you all these months that you've gotten to know me so fuck that right it just matters what i look like and he's like no i didn't mean it like that and i'm like no but that's exactly what you yeah mm -hmm. exactly what you fucking meant. and so like that was like okay so like my reasoning was all wrong so when when you look at being called obese and and and, and, and people thinking that you're a traitor for giving in like you said mm. i don't think it's giving into what people are saying yeah it's finally giving in to stop making excuses and you can mm -hmm. love yourself at any side mm -hmm. but the thing is now you got to love yourself to be healthier yeah and so like now that i'm going through what i'm going through health wise like that's like my driver not as much as it should be like it, when it, when it first started like y'all know what happened when i had the heart attack mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it was my driver in the beginning and i started dropping like this like, fuck it i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do it hard and then shit happens you know you go through it yeah that's and, that, that feeling fades. Yeah, it fades. Yeah, yeah. But it's because we we lose sight of, at least I lost sight of what the end goal was. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. I've dropped a few pounds. I'm good to go. And then, yeah. well, now it's like a, it's this new life motto. So when I ask myself why I'm putting myself through the gym when I when I go, or why why I'm why I do this to myself when I do when I make certain decisions about what I eat or how I eat or where I'm eating stuff like that, and I always tell myself it's because I love me. It's because I love me, and that's yeah. what it has to. Because you have to drop weight or want to do it because you love yourself enough, not because someone else is telling you to do it. Yeah, you've got to want it. I love it. I'm a little vain. I love, there's nothing wrong with that. I love being on the football field. And yeah. I love when people say, oh, my God, you've got amazing legs. Your ass looks great in those shorts. But I don't love that as much as when people are like, oh, I really want to hang out with you because you're so much fun. Yeah. I yeah. really want to talk to yeah. you because you are so easy to talk to. Mm -hmm. I like being around you because you're a good person. Your energy is like, amazing. That feels amazing. so much better than your ass looks great in those shorts. 
Yeah. I know that. You don't have to tell me. Right. Reaff reaffirm that I'm a good person. That's you have to tell me I'm gorgeous. <laughs> okay, Tatiana. But okay. reaffirm that I'm a good person because ultimately yeah. that's the point You're in life. Such a good person. You know, such a good words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think I'm in for for that first. Not not so much vanity. Yeah. A little bit revenge, and it all has to do with the football field. It is oh. that. It, it is that uh, when when I had my first season last fall, right? It was the fall season, right? Mm -hmm. That and then, so during during that, it uh, it is the one who taught me how to be running back. There was my first time ever playing football, how mm -hmm. to block and how to not get run over, right? Mm -hmm. And then so yeah, for the first couple of games, I started getting the hang of it, and like and, and like I was feeling so good because they kept on saying, "No, you're a natural." Like uh, we we were blocking our quarterback was so safe. And I was riding high for a few weeks. Our team was undefeated up until, like, the second to last week. And it was somebody on the purple team. That was our one loss in the season. And during that game, I just got ran the fuck over. Mm. And, like, I was, like, like I said, I was being, I was even being cocky on the field. Now, like, oh. I'm, I'm a rookie out here being, like, yeah, like, ain't no one getting through, whatever. And and that, that time for, like, a couple of plays, a few of them, he just kept running through me. He just, like, Boom, like, pushed me back. Like, I'm a pretty big yeah. guy myself. Like, I was able to hold off against most of the guys in the league. And for him to just, like, shove me through. I got benched that game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we ended up losing. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And so, like, after after the season ended over there, and I didn't play the spring league. But I remember, like, being in contact with it. Like, no, I'm hitting the gym. Like, and it's not to lose weight at all. Like, I'm doing no cardio at all. It is all to build shoulder Strength and chest. Training. It's just like, mm -hmm. no, you ain't. you're not running me over again. Yeah. It is not happening. Yeah, and I think that's a good reason. You're, you're just trying to be a better athlete, mm -hmm. you know, That's and ultimately would help you feel comfortable and good about yourself and be able to move and, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. because that's a good reason. Memo and I have talked about the way, the, the older we get, the less things we can do. Yeah. And we need to keep up with maintenance in our body, and we just, right now yeah. we're not. And it's tough. Wait, girl, we ain't got to keep up, keep up with maintenance. We gotta start it. We gotta start change it. it. <laughs> it's you know, it's time to go in for that two hundred, that hundred thousand mile uh, tuna. Check up tuna. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I that, huh? The ghost. Yeah. Seriously, uh, I didn't hear that. Don't play. What was it? I could have sworn there was someone coming up those steps. I did not hear that. I didn't hear anything. Delusion. No, nope. girl. But like we said, and for you listeners out there, we are at that point where it is dark in here. It's Look, you got my, see my back almost to this uh, door. <laughs> That's why, like, I was over here, and, like, I'm listening. I'm listening, but like, I'm like looking down the stairs. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, my bad. Like, and this is where we end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think we had really good conversation today. Was amazing. Was, I'm yeah. so glad you yeah, came. Yeah, I'm so. Yes, I'm very – thank you and for having course, me. And, of course, you're always Absolutely. welcome to come back. Always. Yeah. Always, always. We love having you. <laughs> Real quick, I was, I, I, was, I was talking to Bobby on Saturday. I was yeah, all like – cussed her out. Did you? A little bit. I was like, Bobby, just go. It'll be fine. And he was like – Go where? To go. So I talked to Bobby. I'm like, Bobby, I go, when are you going to come on the podcast? He's oh. all like, whenever you invite me. I was like, well, you should come. I always come. He's like, no, I don't want to be an afterthought. Mm. Oh, I'm like, bitch, it's not even that. Oh, it's just like. Oh, my God. Girl. Does she want like a gilded invitation? She, like, <laughs> she wants a limo to pick her up. Oh, hell no. I love my girl. But girl yeah. Girl, like, Diva. you're doing the most. I was like, Bobby, it'll be so much fun. Like, it'll, you know, we're just going to go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk. He was like, mm. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> so, Bobby is I a cunt. Her. 
<laughs> I repeat, Bobby. Is She'll a never hear it. I you know she will. I know. Her, she girl. doesn't even listen to we it. Can talk, we can talk all the shit we want. Yes. Give her a, a, a passcode to tell you if she she's not. She'll never tell you the code. You could tell her, hey, tell me this next time I see you so I know and that you're listening. Know, yeah. she'll, she'll be like, what the she, fuck no are you idea. talking about? What's a podcast? She'll say, you have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> next time she does drag, I'm going to snatch that fucking wig. Mid-performance. Mid-fucking performance. Right? Uh, I can't. But yeah, I want her on here. I would love for the four of us to be on here. Right? Or the five of us with Danny, yeah. of course. But like, I want her on here. I think that'd be so much fun. The shit talking and the shade that would be thrown with that Especially bitch on here as well. Pacific Pacific Islander oh, month. Oh yeah. When is that again? What a bitch. Right now. Oh, is it? Oh, mm-hmm. is it? I don't know. It is. It Y'all is. got a full month. <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is this a long month? Yeah, it's May. It is. Wait, they got an extra day more than we did. Oh fuck that shit. We got September. How dare yeah, you. but y'all have Cinco de Mayo. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. No, that's for white people. <laughs> that's, why, that's a white people holiday. See, this motherfucker says Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Well, um, happy Pride Month, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's totally Pride Month now. Well, when you, like, when you listen to this, it's going to be the middle of Pride Month. So, happy Pride Month. <laughs> Pride month happy girl. Pride. Gay. Gay, gay, gay. <laughs> I fucking can't. Hello, gay. Uh, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, she, they, thems. Zimzers. Himzers. That's another um, one. Polyamorous, uh, monogamous, single, all of you. Married, Married with kids, without kids. kids. <laughs> um, Join us next time when we have another gay ass host. I mean, gay ass. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, we always <laughs> have gay ass hosts. No, so like, yeah, join us next time. Until then, you can follow us on our social media at uh, Hey Bitch the Pod on Instagram and Hey Bitch the Podcast on Facebook. Danny, where you at? I'm on Instagram on uh, DangAZ86. Um, a like, share, and repost this shit. Get us out there. Mm-hmm. We want to be like mm-hmm. herpes everywhere. And we don't want to go away. So. Perfect advertising right there. <laughs> I mean, I love it. What's the medicine? They might as well just hire us. Yeah, we need, we need sponsors. Sponsored <laughs> by Gold If you want a tax deduction and sponsor the nonsense, <laughs> here we are. Reach out. Reach, reach out. out. And if you have any questions, reach out, girl. We'll talk about your topic if you want to. Absolutely. Let us know. We love, I mean, we're always looking for stuff to talk about because we clearly don't have enough. Um, <laughs> where, can we, where can we reach you, girl? Ms. Howie. Oh, I'm on Instagram only. Oh. The underscore Woody Meister. And on Wolf and on Park and on Frank. I don't know. Bark. <laughs> what the fuck is bark? I don't no. know. <laughs> I'm not on the apps right now. So you're not on Facebook anymore? No, I'm on Facebook. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm Howie That's on Facebook. App, I don't know. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't really use that one. Okay. It's all. I, I'm kind of Instagram right now. I feel that. Yeah. I'm really into Instagram right now. The underscore Woody Meister. So hopefully all of my hundreds and thousands of followers will see you when I post it. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely. better be. <laughs> yeah. Better. Until next time. Till next time. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitches. You never said your Instagram. Oh, did I? I mean, we always. Every show has it. Every show has it. Just cut it. But this is the one that's going to be listened to. This is the one that's going to be viral. Underscore memo mem, because apparently we forgot to do. I was going to say, but then it cut me off. Uh, Insta underscore memo mem. Thank you for joining us. On Instagram. (laughs) Thank you. Bitch. Fuck off. I'm going to push you down the stairs. I'm going to put this as a post-credit scene. Just- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>